Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast. Where we discuss all things positivity, modern spirituality, personal development, and good vibes. And all that good stuff. (laughs) Yes. I'm Meg. I'm Tyrese. And today we have our beautiful friend, Matea. Yes, yes, I would love to. Matea is my friend from home. We went to prom together my freshman year. Oh my gosh, And that's how we became friends. Yeah, that's so funny. I know, isn't that crazy? It's like, it's been a lifelong friendship so far. But she is a businesswoman. She is a fitness guru. She is a health nut. She is everything that you could ever ask for a person. This is her. Literally, like, that. one of the, the most flawless people I've ever met. I cannot wave oh um, about her <laughs> enough. Yeah. So, we're so excited to have you on today. And with that introduction... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm excited to be here. I definitely am blushing. I do not deserve that. You guys are oh, so nice. Oh, you sure do. It's so nice to meet you. Yes, you too. I mention you quite a bit, quite frequently. Yeah. I know. Um, I'm sure. I told Tyrese, because I, I, I listened to a few of your guys' podcasts, and I was like... Uh-huh. Who is this Meg girl? I want to know who she is. She's so nice. Like, I want to be her friend. So I'm really yeah, friendly to like, you. Oh, does she have Instagram? I want to follow her. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. That's so sweet. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, why don't we kick it off this week with our goals? Meg, do you want to start? Because yeah. I always start. <laughs> Every week I'm like, when is start? No, okay. So last week my goal was to basically like, vibrate with more love and less fear and not let my anxiety get to me and kind of like identify like identify with it um and so I kind of wanted to just journal more um script more and just kind of be in more of a positive mindset and so it really helped a lot like this week honestly has been really rough like I'm kind of coming out of it like seeing the light you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm, um but like the beginning of the week was just like shit and so I feel a lot better now, and I feel like it was a really good goal for me. Um, yeah. Yay. I know. I was good goal. It was like <laughs> I made the goal before I even <laughs> knew that it was going to be, like, yeah. really saving my life. But mm-hmm. um, Oh, that's great. It was just good because, like, a lot of stuff came to the surface, and then instead of just, like, ruminating on it, I was able to write it all out and feel better, yeah. like, moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then um, this week, school starts. And also just, like, a lot of music stuff. Like, I haven't been on that music grind. Yeah. And it might be all for nothing because we might not sing at all. But Very true. I Very feel true. like I'm just going to kind of hone in and prioritize. And I just filled out my bullet journal. So my goal is basically to have my priorities and not let, like, little random miscellaneous things that I'm interested in get the best of me. Okay. But just kind of focus on getting really settled in for school and focus on really manifesting my musical yes, <laughs> dreams. Yes, I'm just kidding. But like the music grind. Right, so, for sure. Yeah, prioritization mm-hmm. is my goal. Well, my goal for last week was to kind of... Mine was super vague. It was like yeah. to feel more normal. Yeah. And yeah. like I actually... It actually worked out. Like I've um, been feeling like really good, though, especially the past couple of days. Like yesterday I was... I was able to tell. Yesterday was a really good... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. You're just like living your best life. Yeah, yesterday was a really good day for me. Um, just because I like, once again, being back on the music grind, like we went to the practice rooms and it was so wonderful and it was just like freeing almost. So I just like really, and I've started to try and make a little bit of a better routine and like actually do things during the day. Mm -hmm. So that way when school gets started up this week, I'm not like 
drowning in mm-hmm. schoolwork. Um, but like a foundation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, so it worked out pretty well this last week. Um, for this week, however, um, it's kind of to to deepen that a little bit more. Like, like you said, I have the foundation, but now it's like taking it to the next step. So I want to try and stick with a schedule. Like the first couple of days, I want to try and actually have a schedule of things mm-hmm. that I'm going to do that day and make a list because you're so good mm-hmm. at it. Like sometimes I walk by and your no- notebook's on the table and it's like, Thursday, this, 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 this. And I'm like, wow, I wish I could do that. And so I want to try and do that before. And that's been a goal before too. Yeah. But I feel like this time it's actually working towards something. Right. So that's where I'm at this week is kind of like building up that foundation so I can be good for when school starts. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Matea, do you have a goal for this week? Yeah, so I guess my goal is kind of similar to yours, Tyrese, but my goal is to just have a good routine. Um, I just moved into my apartment two weeks ago, and I feel like I have a very meeting-heavy week this week, so I'm like, I just need to set a good routine for myself, and also I'm going camping next week for the full week with my boyfriend, so I kind of want to have like a good routine with like like working out and like eating healthy like mm-hmm. I literally have avoided grocery shopping pretty much at oh, all costs no. this summer which has been horrible so I've just been kind of eating what's in my pantry so I'm like I kind of just want to go get some healthy groceries like make sure that like in the morning I wake up early and go work out or something um because I did start running last week around just like my neighborhood because it's brand new to me so it's yeah, been kind of fun yeah. to discover like my new neighborhood in that way so I want to continue that yes especially because I'm getting a puppy in September so I'm like where am I going to bring my dog on dog walks so that's kind of like my ulterior motive in going on my runs but yeah so I just want to continue doing that and to feel more settled instead of like I'm literally just living out of my suitcase and eating whatever (laughs) I can so I yeah so definitely keeping your routine and I've been journaling more too so I want to add that to my routine as well Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Running is the biggest flex, I swear. Honestly, yeah. Like, I'm all of a sudden, like, this girl is actually perfect. Like, no. someone who runs, I'm like, no. She can't oh, God. run on top of that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I've been running with my boyfriend. Do not, don't think that I'm that great because he will testify that I'm horrible at running and I hate it, but... I know it's good for you, and it's a good way to discover right. your surroundings. Uh, so I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll yeah, just go sure. for a little. <laughs> uh, no, that's for sure. That's all right. Fair. So on to the topic for today. So the main topic that I want to talk about with you, Matea, is leveling up. So this concept of leveling it up is always like, it's it's a phrase that you hear quite often. Like, oh, yeah. I leveled up. I did better this week. You know, but with when it... Yeah, or like getting a raise. Exactly, exactly. But when I think of you, that is the first thing that I think of because you've done all this stuff to like improve your life and improve and take your talents, take what you're good at and get to the next level and you never take any steps back. And so I just would love to hear like your mindset and like how, how that has that idea of leveling up has pushed you forward. I don't know if it's something you, you've ever even thought about. Yeah, I honestly, I haven't really thought about it in that way before, but I guess it kind of does make sense. And I feel like it honestly has just been something I subconsciously have done for like my whole life. I just, I feel like I'm just always trying to like strive. Maybe it's like the perfectionist in me. 
Um, and I'm not type A, okay. but I am a perfectionist, which is kind of weird. Like I'm like a messy perfectionist. Um, but I do think that that's kind of contributed to it. I grew up, I'm an only child and I grew up in like a low income household with my two parents who are amazing. Terry knows my parents and my mom is flawless. My dad, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Queen uh, Deb, we love her. Um, so I just grew up with really great like a great um, support system. So I feel like I've always wanted to be better for them specifically. So I feel like I just subconsciously have kind of done that. I like in middle school, even I remember like me and my best friend, we sold M&M jars to people and had them return it with quarters to give to like feed my starving children. And like, I I was like a One Direction Twitter girl. Oh my god! I was like a One Direction Twitter oh, girl, no. and I had like ten thousand followers on my One Direction Twitter, which I think kind of makes sense of why I'm a communications major. And like, yeah. so I feel like it's all kind of just like added up of like everything that I have done makes sense for where I'm at now. And I feel like with like my health and wellness journey, because I mean I don't know Meg, I don't know how much you even know about me. Tyrese knows about this, but like. I was, I lost like 70 pounds in college, which, cause I was always kind of chunkier. Like I, I did not care about my diet. I kind of just ate like hamburger helper and like ice cream sandwiches every day. Like I was not a healthy kid at all. And then I got to college and I was just like, I don't like this. Like, this is just not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like it makes me feel better when I eat healthy things. And then I like primarily eat plant-based, like literally since probably junior year of high school, I kind of switched to plant-based diet. And then I started going to hot yoga, like all the time that became like my thing that I just went to all I went, I've gone with Tyrese many times. Um, yep. She's my yoga friend and (laughs) Meg, Meg teaches yoga. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. I obviously I haven't been able to go, which is really sad, but I went through like a big, huge hot yoga phase and that helped me like become, I feel like my truest self like I feel like I became confident through that and like that whole process Mm -hmm. and like I didn't do it for anyone else I just did it for myself so I feel like that honestly kind of yeah that really helped my confidence levels and I feel like with that and then just career stuff I just I love talking to people I have always been very outgoing and extroverted and I feel like once I started Mm -hmm. feeling more confident in myself I kind of brought that into my professional life and my career life and I've networked really well and then that's kind of how I got my job now which is like I don't want to say my dream job because I don't dream of labor that's <laughs> I love that quote that's like I don't dream of labor um <laughs> I but I do really love it and I think it's a really good launching pad especially only being 23 and being in a job that I actually really enjoy which is not very common yeah so yeah yeah that's huge yeah see what i mean just every area oh my of god so she just like completely like she's like okay oh, gotta sure. get fit okay now i'm gonna work on my career it's like yeah and crazy. i love that mindset yeah and yeah. it's so it's see um we've the past couple of weeks we've been talking a lot about mm-hmm. growth and you said high yourself and i think that's um something that both of us have been like really like racking mm-hmm. our brains about is like how can we get to the next level um, uh-huh. of, of our mm-hmm. own lives, you know? So, like, last week we talked about high performance with our, our friend Brandon. Yeah. And that was, like, mind-boggling to me because I realized, like, oh, do I perform low all the time? You know, is that no, what's happening? No, I think, no, it's, it's just, like, the mm-hmm. wording. It's just the yeah, phrasing exactly. that makes you feel, exactly. like, maybe overwhelmed by it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he was mostly talking about kind of, like, the mental side of um, high-performing athletes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we always just think about... Um, like the science behind what they eat and how they train and everything. But he was talking about how important it is that they're like mentally well and able mm-hmm. to perform on that level as well. 
mm-hmm. and it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but I would love to talk about like your motivation because I remember you were saying like that you kind of um, did things for your parents growing up to kind of show them that you were grateful for what they had done for you and stuff like that. Um, but that like you did hot yoga for yourself and stuff. So I'd love to hear how that journey's been for you and how you've been feeling about motivation. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, ultimately it kind of does stem down to my parents and like wanting to like be obviously Mm -hmm. grateful for everything they've given me and like their like ceiling is my floor and I like take that very seriously. Like I would love to buy my parents a home one day. Like I would love, I was just talking to my best friend about how like my goal like in the next few years is to bring my dad to Las Vegas and not have him pay for anything. Like, cause he's always been wanting to go. So it's like, I definitely like want to spoil them because like my I mean I'm an only child and like with love like even if we didn't have physical things um and like money was always like a big stressor in my life growing up like I definitely Mm -hmm. felt like I was supported so much and like I feel like my self-esteem like honestly has been really supported like I just which just sounds so weird but like I've thought about it and like no, that's huge. Like, I'm, like, an only sure. child. Like, I have always had, like, wonderful friends. Like, I have a best friend that I've had since I was four years old who's, like, my other half. Like, I feel like I've just always had, like, I've just never had, like, the feeling of unwavering. Like, I've just never felt unwavering in my support by people. Um, and I feel like that's been huge for, like, me feeling like I can take those leaps and I can do those things. And I feel like it's honestly, like, brought my motivation to myself because I feel like self-care is really important I'm not afraid to put myself first in situations and like I don't think anyone should and so I feel like I've definitely made I mean of course like doing like financial stuff and whatever like my motivations my parents but then like just like Mm -hmm. with my like self like no one like no one ever said anything to me to make me want to go on my wellness journey it was all internal and like it probably honestly came stemmed from like a place of hatred at first like it honestly probably did yeah and like wanting to change myself or fix myself and then I I think I've switched like in the last few years it's been a lot more about wanting to be better like I feel like I will never be my best self like I'm just constantly growing yeah and like I just am constantly like trying to um to take the steps to be better because like I don't know like Mm -hmm. anything compared to what like all the knowledge that there is in the world like I don't pretend to I don't like want to I just you know so I just mm -hmm. so I feel like that's just constantly gonna like I for the rest of my life I'm gonna be learning new things and trying to become better and better I don't want to ever feel like I've peaked or feel like I've ever stopped learning learning. yeah yeah Yeah. plateau no yeah Um, what, what's so interesting is like, you said a lot of things stem from your, um, like from your support system, like from, (laughs) from being not, not the word isn't codependent and it's not dependent, but it's like, you have that support system, Mm -hmm. you know, supported. Yeah. I suppose that that is the word (laughs) for support system. Um, but what's so interesting is you're pretty much fresh out of college. Like this is your Mm -hmm. second year, like working a full-time job. You're going into your second year working a full-time job. Um, and I often think of college as like a time of great independence Mm -hmm. you know and so it's so interesting that you say a lot of your um, motivation comes from that support system um do you think there was also a point in time when you like had to learn like your independence like to be your Mm -hmm. own person and to be able to carry yourself through that health journey because that's like what I struggle with like 
eating wise, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not independent enough. Like I'm always like, mm, when I'm rich, I'm going to get a personal trainer <laughs> and I'm going to get a dietitian, you know, and then that's going to help me be able to do it. Cause I have, have to feel accountable. Mm-hmm. Where, whereas like, I've never been able to be that independent. I'm like, I've worked towards it and gotten better, but I've never been able to fully do those things on myself. So mm-hmm. was there a point in time, like when you truly learned your own independence and how that factored into your life? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that was kind of like my, I mean, obviously I've been independent in my own ways. Like I, like I said, I grew up an only child, like I didn't have Mm -hmm. siblings. So like, I've always been kind of independent to some degree because I had to occupy myself for so many years. And I feel like it is kind of interesting because I totally, I feel like once I started to like, not, I don't want to say go against like my family norm, but kind of like, I feel like once I, like I... Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to travel. I loved going to concerts. And, like, I was, like, in love with One Direction. That was, like, a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, a big thing in my life. If you're listening listening at home, that's One Direction count number two. I was going to say, Harry Styles, if you're listening to this, (laughs) hit me up. (laughs) We're not Um, that famous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I feel like I just kind of was always doing things that my parents were like, oh, this is a little bit weird. Why are you doing this? Um, so mm-hmm. then it wasn't too big of a deal when I was like, you know what? I'm not going to eat meat. I will bring my own vegetables or bring my own like meat replacement to family dinners. Okay. Like I just, so I feel like I've just kind of like, I don't want to, I don't know. Like, I just don't want to say like, it's just like I going just, against yeah. the grain. like going yeah. against the flow. It's like if, if your family is like a school of fish, like, and you're all swimming in the same direction, you like, <laughs> you'll get to the same place. You just want to take your own scenic route. Yes, yeah. So that's kind of where it all stemmed from. I just have been like, well, I want to do try this thing called hot yoga. And I feel like I'm a yes person. Like, I will say yes to, like, anything, which kind of bites me in the butt sometimes. But That's a good quality. For certain things, like hot yoga, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll try it. And then I just became, like, in love with it. Like, I loved how I feel, Mm -hmm. like, not during it. But afterwards, I felt great. (laughs) So I was like, I need to keep doing this because I feel great afterwards. And I think that's, like a different form of self-love is like even like just like doing things that make you feel good like even if it's not a face mask like you know I feel like that's like another form of self-love is like lighting a candle and taking a bath and putting a face mask on but it's Mm -hmm. like the everyday self-love where you're like I'm gonna go to hot yoga because afterwards I feel great or like I'm going to like not eat meat because afterwards I feel great that is what kind of like ties into your independence is that Mm -hmm. love for yourself because you're like Oh, I love myself enough to know what's best for me. Yeah. Or what I need. Yeah. yeah. Like Even if it goes against it. But mm-hmm. That's amazing. You, um, I know that Meg recently, um, traveled to, to Europe, like, last winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're big on travel, so I'd love to hear, like, both of your experiences, like... I don't know. I feel like that's, like, that's really big to personal growth mm-hmm. and leveling up like you just learn so much and that's not an experience that I've like been able to have yet hopefully someday but I'd just love to hear like how that is like factored into where you are now the mm-hmm. both of you yeah I guess my excitement for travel comes from well not only like my siblings started traveling so I was like kind of interested in it I liked hearing about their experiences and I always just noticed like how they kind of like lit up after when they came back just like hearing them talk about everything and just like everything that they learned and the people that they met like was my favorite thing um and so like my excitement for it comes from kind of like that change of environment that just gives you like so much bigger of an 
perspective and like just shows you how small you are mm, kind of okay. and like how small compared to like all the world's problems that you are and like your daily problems are so that helps a lot and then just also just learning a lot and meeting new people is my favorite thing mm -hmm. and I think it all just comes down to like perspective mm -hmm. and how like I change throughout the yeah. whole experience and also just that feeling of like yeah I can do this like I can find the right train to get on even though I literally am so lost <laughs> and like mm -hmm. I can pay for this you know so it's just that feeling of like independence that I okay. crave. Yeah, yeah, that's so yeah. interesting. And I just oh, feel like a God, badass when I travel. Honestly, <laughs> I want to do it so bad. Yes. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll I'm excited somewhere. for you. Yes. We'll yeah. yes. Yes. I'm excited for yeah, we'll you to go somewhere. I want to so bad, but yeah. Matea spent a some. Was it just a semester? I feel yeah. like we were there for so long. She spent a like semester it. in Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I spent six months in Liverpool, and I, I mean, I guess, like, I went to college super close, like, in my hometown, um, so I feel like my mm -hmm. way of kind of being okay with that, because I always wanted to go somewhere else for college, and, like, I got accepted into Columbia College in Chicago, and I thought that that's what I was going to do, but it just wasn't right, like, financially, and just, like, my mom yeah. cried every time I talked about it. So it was just like, at the time, mm. wasn't right for me. Um, so I was like, okay, well, if I'm staying close, like I need to study abroad because I need to go out there and experience not just Fargo-Moorhead. Um, so I went to Liverpool, which was amazing because it was kind of like a good home base to go other places. So we went, um, I had a girl group of like, there were six of us total and we became really, really close and we would go and like, groups of three one weekend to this place and like group of four to one place this weekend and like we got to see a lot of Europe which was really incredible um and it was really eye-opening I think just because I mean at first it was kind of like this is like an adventure like this is like a whole new thing and an adventure but mm -hmm. then it, after a few months it was like I'm like living here like I am like a resident of Liverpool England right now um That's and great. I think yeah and I think it was just That's really cool. incredible to be like um, to like make friends with the locals and to like have our favorite spots yeah. in like a place that I wasn't used to and was completely different. Um, so that was really what, like an amazing experience. Like we took every opportunity we could to go to, like I went to uh, Liverpool, like an LFC. Their soccer team is really, really big. It's like a worldwide um, renowned soccer team. I went to one of their games. Like we wow. went to the pubs. We went to like pretty much anything that we could go to. We went to a horse race derby thing that they're really known for. Um, so oh, we just when yeah. Like, so what do you do like what will yeah. call trust here? And then they're like, mm -hmm. you should go to the horse derby, and you're like, okay. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <It's a little laughs> Yes, I wore jeans and I got That's made fun so of. If that tells funny. you the level of fancy you were, it was, you got made fun of for wearing <laughs> yeah. jeans. Oh my god! The guys were like, "Is she wearing jeans?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was really that was like my first experience going abroad, mm -hmm. and then since then I went back to Europe for spring break my senior year, um, and went to Liverpool to visit, and then Ireland and Spain, and then I in May I went to Tanzania for five weeks, which is like a 
whole nother thing that was like oh yeah i want to hear more about that i mean i heard it all but i want everyone (laughs) to hear about it because it's like it's amazing like she oh she when when we talk about her photography oh oh my gosh i'll show you some of the pictures after this but it's crazy like yeah just gorgeous yeah it's amazing we so i went with school and we went to like i taught in a um in an or in a kindergarten so I taught English and math in in Swahili. So we learned a new language as well, which was really interesting. Like our first week we took Swahili lessons and then we were in a village which had, I want to say maybe like 200 people in the village. It was very, very small and it was very in the like secluded in the middle of nowhere. And like every single luxury that we have in the U.S. is non-existent. Um, which honestly, like looking back at first, like I remember at first, the first few days I was like, how are we going to do this for five weeks? Like, this is like, like, how are we going to go without like showering once a week? How are we going to go without being in contact with our families and like my boyfriend and friends? And like, it just seemed like so, I was so uncomfortable, like straight up, like after the first few days and after like by the Mm -hmm. last week, we were like, we could do this forever. Like it's just amazing yeah. like how quickly you can adapt and like the people there like in the village um, it's called Aringa town that's what we were staying in in a village called Pomerini and like we got really close to our coordinator and like the students we became really close to the students and like we just yeah fell in love with the Tanzanian culture we did we took every chance we could like we got um like skirts made from local fabrics we went to like we watched soccer with them. I guess that's like a reoccurring global thing um, mm-hmm. to do. And we pretty much took every opportunity we could. We got to see a lot of cool, like the agriculture. We went and ate dinner at like the pastor's home. Um, so we got to see a lot of really cool things. They wanted, like, they were like, what do you want to do? Like, we can do anything. Choose, that's like, so pick crazy. what you want to do. So that from, was fun. You went from like being a little kid, like in kindergarten, selling <laughs> M&M's in containers for kids to bring home. <laughs> You know, to like teaching English, like to um to like children in Africa, like that's just wow. Like see see what I mean about the whole leveling yeah. up. It's like it's it's never a step back. It's always a step forward. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um like one thing that I really want to hear from you, and I've never asked you this before, but how um like was there a, a point in time where you sat down and you like identified all your strengths because you do so many like. You're, you're good at social media. You are, like, a fantastic photographer and videographer and just, like, businesswoman. Like, you started um, women in business at, at your college. Like, was there a point in time where you sat down and said, okay, here are the things that I'm good at and here's how I'm going to um, push them forward, push them up to the next level? Yeah, I don't know if I ever, like, formally did that or, like, identified my strengths. I think I kind of just, like, mm-hmm. started doing things that felt good and that I was excited about. Like, for women in business, like, honestly, Intuition. should I have, start- should I- should I have started a, a club? Four. <laughs> yeah, I was like, should I have started a club my senior year, second semester? Probably not, but I was so excited <laughs> about it, and I was like, and it wasn't about me necessarily. It was more so... Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to create this club that would be around forever, that women can for be involved women. in forever. Yeah. Like, even though I can only be in it for four months, like, I wanted it to be something that would be, like, intact forever, and they're still doing it, which is really amazing. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think I just have always done what has felt good. I believe in – I totally believe in intuition. I think I've always had, like, a gut feeling. Like, even 
I think, like, my biggest gut feeling that I've ever had, like, was with jobs, because I, like, I have a pretty, like, well-connected network um, in my city, and when I was trying to find jobs, I was like, oh, like, easy, like, I'll be able to find a job, no problem. I was pretty confident that I was, like, a good hire, whatever, and I applied to a few right. jobs, and I, like, I thought I did pretty well, the interviews went great, and I got none of them, and I was, like, shocked. I was like, well, now I'm at, like, I'm back at square one, like, I don't know what to do, and I had a like a weird um, experience, not a weird, but I was like helping this woman because she needed a videographer. So I was helping her with that slash like rebranding slash social media. Um, but she couldn't hire me on full time because it was just like her brand. Um, so she was kind of just like paying me like as as it went on. And she met, introduced me to her husband, who's a CEO of like a big company. And he wanted to hire me as like a video assistant or something. And it was so okay. weird because, like, that was, like, my only job opportunity at the time. Like, I was, like, searching. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, searching for, like, over a month. And I hadn't had any. And people search for months. So, like, that's definitely not that long of a time. But I don't know why. I just got the weirdest gut feeling. And I was, like, I can't take this job. I was, like, even though I have a great relationship with her and, like, this seems like a good opportunity. I was, like, I almost started crying when I had, like my offer like when the guy gave me my, my really? offer I almost started crying it was like the weirdest thing I was like this is wrong like that's like what I kept yeah. t- like I just like felt it in my gut I was like this is wrong that's crazy and I that's the worst one like on paper mm-hmm. everything's perfect but you just know yeah, yeah. and then and people, you don't find out until like a year later yes, why exactly like, it was wrong for exactly you. Yeah. and then people will like ask you and they're like oh why didn't you do that mm-hmm. that was perfect like you really like, messed up and you're like I don't know yeah. I can't explain to you why well and it was crazy too because that same day that they like brought up this job opportunity I had gotten a call because I interned yeah, so I interned at Microsoft, and then I got a call from, yes, <laughs> we're just going to rip off the bandit. I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but anyways, um, it's a wonderful company. I 10 out of 10 love it. Anyways, um, so I interned there, and then I stopped interning when I graduated and went to Tanzania, and then I got a call that same day from the director of, like, all of our, like, our whole Microsoft campus from in Fargo. From and I, 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 yeah, not quite, um... And I turned her down, which is kind of crazy. Like, I literally was like, sorry, like, I have another job opportunity, like, whatever. Um, but I'll let you know if anything changes. Like, I literally turned her down, That's which is insane. crazy. And then I had that and then I had that meeting where I, like, literally felt like I was going to cry. And then that night I emailed her back and I was like, actually, I'd love to hear about this job opportunity. So then I ended up doing that. And that's literally, like, what launched me into my mm-hmm. current position. So... It's like literally what was meant to be happened and I'm like in the position I know I'm supposed to be in if that makes any sense but yeah so it's weird it's it was definitely like one of the like one of the most apparent gut feeling things that I've ever had it was like a gut check of if this is right or wrong and it was not the right thing for me and that's crazy it led to where I'm at know. now yeah. you just know, like your body just knows mm-hmm. what is going to lead you to be in your best self yeah you know especially um like with what you're good at too like I like when when I was mm-hmm. home this summer you were telling me all the things that you do and I was like this is literally like all up your alley like video like mm-hmm. it combines your videography it combines your um social media skills like you you've just really learned how to capitalize mm-hmm. on those strengths and I think that's something that, that I personally I struggle with because I'm like okay well how am I supposed to like incorporate this love for personal development and this love for spirituality and this love for music and this love for like helping and teaching others you know like there's no 
there's no right way, but yeah. I, I feel like there should be, you know? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I feel like hindsight is twenty twenty. because if you would have told me that I'd be in my job right now when I was, like, applying for things and getting no after no after yeah. no, I would have been like, are you serious? Like, there's a job like that out there? Like, I literally would have been like, what the heck? Like, there's no way I could possibly get that with all this that's going on. So, I mean... It's definitely one of those things that I feel like it just kind of happens. Like, if you just continue along the path that you're supposed to be mm-hmm. on, like, it'll just happen naturally. Yeah. But it takes time sometimes. And, like, I probably would have... I could have never predicted that I'd be in the position I'm in now, like, even two years ago. Right. Yeah. Growth is such a crazy thing. We just spent so much time talking about this mm-hmm. over, but I just... It's, like, so prominent <laughs> in my head right now. Really? Just, like, yeah. in general. Just because... Like, I don't know. You can never predict your growth. You know, all you can do is try and nurture. Mm -hmm. It's like we just bought all these plants, like, a couple weeks ago. And I, like, every day I look at them and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's getting bigger. Is it getting bigger? Or, like, how big is it going to get, you Mm -hmm. know? I know, exactly. But it's like all you can do is, like, nurture them and care for them, you know. But you can't oversaturate Mm -hmm. yourself with it because then it, like, it'll die, you know. Like, and that's how Mm -hmm. I been thinking of growth like as a plant you know i mean suppose growth and plants like is an obvious like first reaction yeah exactly but but still it's really it's really insane and i just i i'm so inspired by your growth journey like you've just gotten like i know you're like oh my gosh i'm only 23 i don't have everything together but i'm like wow from an outside perspective i'm like dang she really has it all together i concur that is very nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're giving me way too much credit over here, but am I allowed to ask oh you guys God. a question? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so what are you guys doing right now to contribute to your growth? Putting you on the spot. <laughs> um, well, so honestly, it's like I said earlier, there's a lot of areas and facets of my life that I'm really like trying to just like find a way to merge them all together. Um, and so I think for me, it's a lot of projects. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this podcast is like a project for me. And I love that because then it's like, yeah, it's kinda that's like the, the spiritual side. aspect mm-hmm. and that's the, the growth aspect and that's yeah. the teaching aspect. And then I also have like music that I'm working on and that's the, um, musical aspect, <laughs> I suppose. And that's then, different. and then it's like, when we talk about goals and things, that's like, okay, I'm trying to get my physical aspect. Yeah. Like that's where I'm at a lot right now. Like, I've, this is kind of embarrassing, but I've just gotten really obsessed with my hair over the past, like, Yeah, because it looks so fucking oh, bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> it it looks does. so good. Oh, thank you. I noticed. I was like, oh, it you be did? popping. Yeah, oh, my I was going to tell you yesterday, but then I was like. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm really focused on, like, physical yeah. and wellness growth right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm making it a resolve to, like, try and be active every day. Like, and for a while I faltered and I realized, like, that's why I was feeling bad and not normal is because I wasn't doing that Mm -hmm. for myself, you know? And so I, and then I'm, like, trying to take better care of my hair and, and my skin and all that good stuff. It's the little things, you know? And so there's so many little things that you can do to facilitate growth. And so that's where I'm at is just, like, kind of sectioning off my life and trying to figure out how someday they're all going to come together or get some in check so I don't have to worry about the rest of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that because it's kind of like a keystone thing, at least for me, like there's certain pillars of my life that if they're out of check, like everything else falls apart. So like 
some parts for you might just be like your wellness and like taking care of yourself and that like leads to other growth to happen yeah. like more deep deeper absolutely yeah. absolutely um so yeah i mean lately i've just been focusing like a lot on the micro things because i feel like on a macro scale a lot of things are coming into into fruition like yes. aligning for me which is really exciting and like i used to be that person that would like plan everything out to a t i'll be like june 2021 like i'll be here and i'll be doing this and like super senior year like this is what i'm going to be doing but like, right. i'm just kind of like trying to take everything as it goes because a lot is happening for me that i didn't really plan um or like know that i was going to be doing like i'm literally taking my yin yoga teacher training final tomorrow yeah and then I'll have oh, you were like, that's, that's awesome and because so you were like excited. i'm not gonna finish it before yeah a few days starts. ago but then i've just been doing like hours yes and hours okay so i've just been focusing a lot on that which is exciting so then i'll have more certifications and just like more knowledge like i'm already just getting so excited to teach yin um and i've been teaching flow on zoom and then next week i teach in person so it's just like very exciting for me in the yoga realm right now mm -hmm. And I just started my new design job. So I feel like I'm growing um, and I'm just letting it happen. Yeah. I feel like, like, you're not, like you're not manhandling it. Like. I'm not manhandling it because I feel like when I do, I just get really stressed out and I start to like compare myself and stuff like that. So I'm kind of just trying to like, as challenges come and as like I learn more, just trying to like apply that and then move forward without like and just letting my fears and anxieties like melt away almost yeah. and so like that was a huge goal of mine last week that I was focusing on and something I'm still working on um but just like I guess I'm working through imposter syndrome a lot lately yeah where I'm like okay, am I, I am I worth this like am I worth like what's kind of coming into fruition for mm -hmm. me or like like I manifested this like I was talking to my friend from yoga teacher training she was like that's like so crazy i can't believe you're teaching like i don't feel ready at all and i was like what i was like you're more ready than me and then i and then i spiraled because i was like if she doesn't feel ready like then, then why oh, should i feel ready yeah, and like yeah. who am i to say that i like am ready to teach you know mm -hmm. and so just fighting that feeling mm -hmm. yeah. of like not being worthy and just being like mm -hmm. i worked for this and the universe is giving this to me so i should just like take mm -hmm. it absolutely right and like because when the universe gives you something and, and you just are like maybe this isn't meant for me mm -hmm. then that's just it's like, like going against it's like going out. against the grain yeah it's your inner the... saboteur mm -hmm. and that's one of that that's what saboteur <laughs> i love that <laughs> nice French. that's what they say in rupaul's drag race oh, so really? that's why i got okay. it <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, no, that's, I feel like that's such a huge thing that hinders mm -hmm. people's growth right now because I do that yeah. to myself. Oh, we've had, we had a huge talk about this last week where it's like, oh, it's like you see other people's success and it psychs you out. Yeah. You know? And, and I think it can get so overwhelming, yeah. but like what I've taken away from what we just talked about is like, we all have different types mm -hmm. of growth. Like yeah, your growth yeah, yeah. is like, I'm just going to let things happen. Yeah. I'm going to let them I'm going to keep going. Whereas for me, in order to grow, I have to say, okay, yeah. I need to do this because you're such an, I need to do this person. And I'm such a, I'm just going to go so with the flow. Actually. We are, but like, we yeah. need like those two areas to grow. Yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? And so I think that's super, that's so interesting. Like, and 
when it comes down to it, everyone grows differently. Mm-hmm. So you can't right. compare your success to another person. Like she's working at Microsoft yeah. at 23, yeah. you know, and at 23, I'm going to be bumming it, slumming it, whatever, um, like living in a big city, working at a Starbucks, because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. So it's not a bad thing. And that's what like facilitates you is that one mm-hmm. room. Exactly. like, Ooh, good one. Thanks. That's what will facilitate your growth the most because if you might if you started working at Microsoft or something like that then you'll just be pushing your dreams back mm-hmm. and back and back exactly because your real dream is to like do that hustling and grinding and to be able to be a dream exactly singer, be a singer be a, pop, yeah, star. pop star well, yeah exactly like and people people thrive in different ways too like I feel like yeah because like there are so many people that if they were in my position they would hate their life like they would just hate having meetings all day yeah and doing so many things so I feel like you really I mean I'm totally like a comparison person like how many times has Tyrese told me to not manhandle my life he's like just let it go and I'm like I know I'm trying (laughs) um but there's a quote like speaking when you were talking about imposter syndrome because I think that's especially in our age demographic I think it's people who don't have imposter syndrome I think are lying because I think everyone does to some oh, degree absolutely. um but there was a quote I heard last yeah, week at a really conference you in yourself? yeah <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> no there is a quote that said if you are experiencing imposter syndrome that means that you're enjoying some level of success and I think that that's a really good way to yeah. look at it because it means that you I mean oh, that's a good thing because like for you it's like, like you are re- going towards your goal of becoming a yoga instructor so you're enjoying that level of success even if you are like nervous about it or hesitant so it's like I think reframing it and being like the reason I'm feeling imposter syndrome is because I am going towards my goal and it scares me. I think that kind of makes it like reframes it to be like, I am going in the right direction. I just need to let go and stop being fearful of it. Cause I mean, I've, I've been trying to do that too lately. Actually. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought of it like that does like, you're totally Mm -hmm. right. That does mean that you like have met a certain level of success because like, or like, when they say, like, if you're out of your comfort zone, like, if you feel uncomfortable and a little bit on edge about mm-hmm. what you're mm-hmm. doing, then you're, like, headed in the right direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Or, like, do what scares you most, you know? Mm-hmm. That one gets oh, me. me too. I'm like... <laughs> Sometimes I do what scares me most, and then I'm like, I really didn't have to do that, though, because I kind of, like, blew some money, kind right. of, like lose some time but mm-hmm. that's mean. how I feel about school but also school is the thing that scares me most right now yeah right? so I'm like eh, okay yeah. like will it end up being worth it like or will it just yeah. be but you know I guess we're here we're here to find out yeah. we're here to find out if it like lets me level up or if it keeps me at the same place, mm-hmm. but I'm not going backwards, yeah. that's for sure. Like Yeah, and you'll I'm... be able to feel if like you're stagnant because exactly. of that. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta feel the fear and do it anyways. That's I try to keep that's mm. like my motto for life is just do it anyways. Really? But no, I mean you wouldn't be yeah. doing this podcast right now if you weren't going to the school that you're going oh gosh, to and no. stuff. So it's like everything very true even if like the end goal isn't exactly what you think it is like everything that brought you there because like I even can like think like oh did I go to the right school or whatever and I'm like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't probably be in my job if I didn't go to the school I did like some of my best friends like I wouldn't have or I wouldn't I wouldn't have the roommate I have right now if I hadn't gone to the same like to the school that I did so it's like so many aspects of my life would be different so I feel like that's why you just got to trust the process even if at the time you're like uh, I don't know if this was the right decision. It's like it's going to lead you to greater things besides that decision, if that makes sense. Like there is like Absolutely. secondary things that come with it. Yeah. 
That's that's so interesting. I spent a lot of time, <clears throat> excuse me, the yeah. past couple of days especially, mm-hmm. like kind of thinking about like, oh, what would I do differently, mm-hmm. or like, what should I? If what, you went back, like, if I went back, or yeah, even like a month, like yeah. part of me was like, maybe I should have applied to just be online and just lived at home, or right. like part of me is like maybe I should have gone to a different school but then yeah what you said is so right like you'll you'd miss out on so many of the things that you enjoy if you didn't if you like spend so much time like wishing you could redo things you just waste that time that you have with those people and those scenarios you know because like I always think of this and try to remind myself this but like different doesn't mean better Mm -hmm. and like even though I could have gone to a different school or like you could have stayed home it would have been different but maybe you would have felt the same. Like maybe you Absolutely. would have also like still experienced like moments of depression or still experienced mm-hmm. moments of overwhelm mm-hmm. with school and, and stuff. Or like you might be annoyed with me, like you'd be annoyed with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but you know, yeah. like different doesn't mean better. Mm-hmm. Like you could still meet awesome people, but they just might not be like the ones for you or like mm-hmm. as connected. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Exactly. You never know what will happen, but it's like Everything in your life has led you to this point. Everything happens for a reason. This is so yes. cheesy. I know. <laughs> it's either a lesson. I feel like you either get a lesson or you get like a like the biggest blessing in your life from everything. Yes. So yeah, it's like exactly. Cause even, oh yeah, that's a really yeah. Yeah, like even like failed friendships. I'm like. It's on, like, now looking back, I can be, like, I'm glad that I'm not in those friendships anymore, but they taught me what I do deserve, or they taught me that, like, how to be a good friend, or, like, how I can support others. in Mm -hmm. you that you wouldn't have if you hadn't, like, had that falling out or whatever. Yes. Exactly. I feel like that's why I just trust. so many things to grow. Yes. I just trust, like, the universe. I'm, like, everything in my life has led me to now, so it's, like, I just, I don't know. It's interesting. That's why it's hard. Like, it's easy to say it, but, like, in the time, like, when you're struggling and stuff, it's so hard to see the silver lining and be, like, there has to be a reason for this. Like, it's so hard to search for that when you're, like, in a bad spot. It's easier to say when you're, like, at, like, a good place and you're, like, of course, like, everything happened for a reason. But I truthfully believe people get to a point where they can look back and be, like, wow, like, this is exactly why these things happened. Right. Yeah, and that feeling of, like, actual, not just being, like, complacent with things that have happened Mm -hmm. to you like people that you've lost or whatever but just like actually being grateful for that Mm -hmm. is a big thing for me where like I'll be writing like I'm grateful for this and that and then I'm just like I want to like actually feel grateful that that happened to me like in my core Mm -hmm. you know because I feel like that's like I don't know no I totally agree to have about certain things it's just like am I really though like Mm -hmm. yeah that was like shit but like now I have these qualities that, like, if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about gratitude, actually, because I feel yeah. like that's something we talk about so often, and, like, it's in just thrown sense. around in, in daily life, but yeah. really, like, it's so important. Like, so many things in this world would change if we started replacing gratitude with, or we started replacing regret with gratitude. Mm-hmm. That's, you know what I mean? Oh, I like that. Oh, thanks. Because <laughs> I'm such a regretful person. And you know, okay, you know those things that you say about yourself or like those stories that you tell yourself and they're like on a record, like mm-hmm. a... Yes, a record. Broken record. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's like one of those things I would always say like, oh, I just regret everything I buy, I regret every, like, every friendship, everything I do. And, like, I realized that even when I was kind of saying that to someone, like, a while ago, it's like, "Mm, actually, I don't anymore. And it's, like, kind of nice to break free of Mm -hmm. those things that are repetitive in life. Yeah. And it's, like, gratitude. 
I just love that oh. so much. None <laughs> of that made any sense, but like, no, I, go, this I totally get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying because like, um, we get gratitude like, oh, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, mom, for yeah. this food. Like, thank you, um, teacher, for giving me an A or for helping me <laughs> with this, you know. Yeah. But real like real gratitude is like, like a deeper sense it's it's a lot deeper than than yeah. just mm-hmm. the surface the surface level and you gain so much from it and you grow so much when you can mm. say when you can wake up in the morning after like like when i got fired from my job like yeah. oh my gosh was i regretting being being there yeah. like and then being in that situation and then yeah. like that now led you to that point, yeah but then now you're like yeah, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done it any work. Like any exactly, work. I would not do anything differently because it, yeah. it all worked out. Like I'm so thankful. Like I mean, yeah. El- Elizabeth and them still like apologize and they're like, no, "Oh my yeah. gosh, we're so sorry and it's like the for putting you in that situation." Better, and I'm like, "No, literally, thank you because I like am doing yeah. so much better now." Like, yeah. but you don't see how grateful you really are until later you're on. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I do. I think it's I think it's always just good to be grateful for and I mean it's it's hard sometimes to feel grateful for certain things. I mean like oh, yeah. hard, even coronavirus like I'm like what could possibly be good We're out of this situation? So hard to be grateful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. Like it totally yeah. like this situation sucks for everyone, but like I feel like there are some good things that have come out of this. Like, I feel like individually, a lot of people have like been able to work on self-improvement. And like, Mm -hmm. for me, like, I feel like I'm, yes, I feel like I'm like a go, go, go person. Like I run myself so thin and I will literally be like in like doing work and working out and like with friends and like working on projects from like 7am to 10. And I like, yeah. And I don't prioritize like spending time with myself because I'm such a yes person at times. So I feel like even just through, like, this whole entire situation, like, it's been good to be able to step back and be like, oh, I can, like, like sit down and journal for, like, 30 minutes to an hour, and, like, that's okay. Like, I'm not missing out on right. anything, and that's okay. And, like, I've read so much more. I've probably read more in these, like, past six months than I have in the last, like, six years, like, honestly. Wow. So it's, like, even just, like, yeah, and, like, spending time, like, with my family and, like, one of my best friends who's been long distance my whole entire friendship, like, we met through One Direction, which is really funny because now I'm, like, I was, like, the maid of honor in her wedding, and, like, we're going to be friends forever. No way. Um, But she's always been my long-distance best friend, and for some reason, her and her husband decided to, um, like, in between, like, their lease being up and their new lease, they came and lived in my city. So, like, they were literally here for two months, and, like, it was so nice being able to work from home and, like, have her, like, come over during the day, and, like, we could work together, and, like, I could see her, like, every day, and, like, I probably wouldn't have had that if I was working like in office you know so I think it's like there are like little blessings like even if they don't seem that large like I probably will never get that opportunity again to be like in the same city as her for two months because she like she's in Alabama right now like she is going to be moving around like her whole like career so it's like Mm -hmm. I probably will never get this chance again so I think it's really important to recognize even the small pieces of gratitude I feel like if you can focus on those things, like, your headspace just for, like, the whole situation and, like, like your life in general just improve, exactly. in, like, significantly. Exactly. And even with coronavirus, like, I, I know that there's going to be so much good, like, coming from it because so many people have been able to spend more time watching the news and mm-hmm. seeing what's online. Like, they're not yeah, preoccupied huge. by work. And so they're more informed, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, like, going to erupt. Yeah, I think our entire generation is more informed. Yeah, it's going to erupt in so much, like, 
positive change and now mm-hmm. that we understand like oh it's possible for people to work at home like people aren't gonna like be spreading themselves thin and bosses are gonna have to say yeah i suppose you can if you could do this all, all at home before mm-hmm. i suppose you can do it at home now if you need to take a sick day or you need to watch your kid you can do it from home because yeah we've just like you know mm-hmm. like the, i i do feel like there's going to be positive change but yeah. like like we said like it comes out of everything as mm-hmm. we and we grow to be grateful yeah. rather yeah. more flexibility instantly Ooh, definitely. yeah and realizing i feel like that we're all very adaptable too i think for me, that's, oh, like, yeah. one of the biggest things I've learned about myself is, like, holy crap, like, I honestly never thought I'd get used to this version of life, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like you I would, just like, do everyone does. What, yes, I was, what existed before. Yeah. I'm, like, concerts, I don't even remember what those are like, right? so it's kind of yeah, weird. Like, it's impulse yeah. plane ticket buys? Never yeah. Never <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, actually having money because I'm not spending it all to travel? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh. So I feel like, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, I talk with my boss too a lot about how, like, I tell her pretty often, like, how grateful I am that I can work from home and, like, during this time, like, our jobs are safe and, like, we, like, don't have to worry about that. And, like, even just getting my puppy, I'm like, I don't have to, it's optional for me to go back to work until January. So I'm like, I will get to be with my puppy, like, until it's, like, six months old, like, all day, which is for me, I'm like, this is so exciting because it's going to be like, yeah. my it's, first like little, it's going to be my first baby. Literally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> wait to see pictures and videos. I'm and- so excited. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, there is some good things that come out of this. I feel like any situation you can somehow yeah. find something good to like see out of it. Yeah. And I think like if I was, if we were on choir tour, like I wouldn't have time to have like I don't know, thought of a future other than just, like, eating ramen and right. singing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the fact that I was, like, able to, like, apply to a bunch of jobs and, like, now I'm, like, living, like, like working my in my favorite environments and stuff and, mm-hmm. like, growing in that way um, for my future careers, um, like, isn't something that I would have been able to exactly. have if we were on choir tour. Mm-hmm. Like, just, mm-hmm. like, little stuff like that. Right, and the it kind of it of kind of like compounds also to mm-hmm. the future. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like it, yeah that, and then like just not thinking about what could have been has really helped me because it's like if I sit and oh think God. like oh I would have been at a concert this day if things were normal I feel like mm-hmm. I've just had yeah, to completely like not person. yeah because then you're just like yeah. you know like even just thinking like when homecoming weeks like when we can't have those and like when school starts up again and like those types of things that really are going to make people like feel sad. I think it's not to ignore it, like not to ignore those feelings, but I think it's kind of like just realizing that things are different and things will be like, hopefully I don't want to say normal because that's kind of like, it's not going to be the same, but it's going to be like hopefully the new normal. Yeah. So it's like that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I just, I don't know. I hope that people can see the silver lining, especially when those types of things, it's easier in summer when people can be outside and it's nice and you don't have to like miss as many things. But Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're leveling up as a, as a culture, as a society, Mm -hmm. you know, we gotta, we gotta go through the bad stuff in order to get to the good stuff. Truly, truly. Yeah. Mm. So, well, I think with that, is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, I feel like we covered a lot. I don't know. I think that's... We really did. Yeah, we We did. We did a lot of different points. Um, But I love it. 
I yeah, love me it. too. Um, so why don't we do our read, watch, listen? Perfect. Um, so Matea, I know you have a read and yes. a listen. So why don't I do. you do your read first? Okay, so my read is Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. I hope I'm... It's like K-I-L-E-Y, so I think it's Kylie. Um, but anyways, it's a really... Like, I want to say, I think it's, like, the top, like, page turner of, like, 2020 or something. Like, it's okay. gotten really great awards. It just came out in December. But it's about, it's about race and privilege. And it's just, like, a very good fictional read, too. Which I think sometimes it's nice to take a break from more of the educational stuff and just read, like, a, like, just read a fictional book sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was a really fast read. I read it, like, literally in three days. But... Primarily, it's about this woman who is an influencer, and she, like, had a child. She's on her second child, so she had to move from New York to back to her hometown. And she has, like, really rich, like, wealthy, whatever. And she has, like, a news anchor husband, all this stuff. And then, so they hire a young black woman as their nanny. And, like, they, like, the story kind of starts when they have her, because they had a crisis in their family, so they had her come and bring their three-year-old daughter to the grocery store just to kind of kill time. Like, in the, like late at night. Like, it was, like, midnight or 1 a.m. or whatever. And the security guard thinks that she stole the child. Even though the child, like, fully knew who she was. Like, she was being like, I will literally call the parents right now. Like, whatever. And he was like, well... Like, he was pretty much, like, trying to arrest her. And somebody got it on camera. And, like, it's just all about this story and, like, how things unfold after that. And, like, really about privilege and kind of, like, checking yourself and, like, how these things happen so easily. Even though, like, like you learn, like you love these characters and you're like, how could this happen to them? So, I think it's just a really interesting read and it is very eye-opening. So, I would yeah, highly recommend that That sounds one. so good. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like there will be a movie about it now. I I think there will be. Honestly, it seems like it seems like it would be a very good like book to movie, like type of thing. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, for watch, Meg. Okay, let me just pull it up. I was like so, I was listening so (laughs) intently. Um, so this is a YouTube video. The channel is Kristen Leo, and it's veganism intrinsic intersectionality basically so she does kind of like podcast format where she kind of just sits down and like unloads all of this knowledge mm-hmm. and she just does it in a very organized and like thoughtful way um mm-hmm. and that one's basically just about like the inherent privilege in eating plant-based and like the accessibility of it all and mm-hmm. intersectionality in the vegan community and kind of yeah. just like the negative parts of that community so yeah it's very interesting very yeah i used to watch her videos that's so interesting yeah. i'll have to watch that one i used to watch her like what i eat in a day and like her thrifted hauls and stuff i love that kind oh, of oh yeah for sure YouTube she does stuff. more like yeah she does more like intense stuff now but i really like that's it. awesome yeah um and then for listen um i have a listen but matea also has a listen okay. so my listen is i guess it's kind of also a watch but like Tiny Desk Concerts. Oh gosh, I watched, I like, love. three of them today. Um, mm-hmm. Listen to, like, um, Chica, C-H-I-K-A. Her Tiny Desk Concert is just, like, amazing. And it's, like, you never hear... She's a rapper. Okay. Um, but she's also a singer. But yeah. she mostly raps. And you never hear, like, this honest form of rap anymore. Like, mm. it's less about, like, oh, I'm going to shake this ass. It's less of that. And it's yeah. more of like... Spoken word. Y- like, yeah, feeling. it's more... It, like, it has more of a spoken word feeling because she's like, I came up, I did it. I, like, 
overcome battles and things like that. And it's just, like, really empowering to hear, uh, like, to see a black woman. And she, like, also doesn't look like the nor- like the normal. Like, she talks about body norms and how, like, that yeah. was a... Like, people would, would tell her, like, oh, you'll have a single better if you lose weight. You'll, like, get a number one single faster if you lose weight and things like that. And so it's just really an honest listen and it's I listened to it while I was making dinner earlier and it was just I like so wonderful I also just love watching them me mm-hmm. I know <laughs> and, and she's funny too she's funny too so. so so yeah um yeah it's a listen and a watch but check it out Chica yeah I love that they do that I I love the Harry Styles one personally <laughs> <laughs> this is number three, my count number three. Uh, actually, direction. it's number four, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, which is kind of funny, because I, like, think about them 0% anymore, but <laughs> it's just a part of my history. <laughs> Anyways, um, my listen is also on, I think it's on the same... I think both of these tiny desk and then also what I'm going to talk about are both NPR, which NPR is great. Um, but how I built this by Guy Raz, it's a podcast, um, but it's more so businessy, but also I feel like everyone can get a lot out of it. Um, so how I built this is where this guy, he interviews people who started like major companies and like their whole process. And so he like literally interviews the people like the CEO of Instagram, of Whole Foods, of like everything you could think Blasier. of, like Kate Spade, mm-hmm. yes, like ev- yes, Blasier, yes, outdoor <laughs> voices, like all these things, yeah. and um, yeah. yeah, and he they just started a like segment, I guess, of how I built this called "How I Built Resiliency" about how companies oh. are dealing with COVID. So okay. I think that's really interesting. I haven't listened to any of them yet, but I definitely plan to. But I've in like I've introduced how I built this. Um, to a lot of people and everyone I feel like has loved it and binge listened to it so I definitely recommend it's really interesting to hear about how things that are like very normal to our day-to-day life like Instagram and Twitter and like Squarespace and like all these things that we just like don't even think about that we're using I guess like how they Mm -hmm. came into fruition and like how so many people like literally were like this is not gonna yeah like they're like this is not gonna work like they they talk about like their failures and like how like so many things don't go as planned and how people didn't want to invest in them or how like they really had to fight their way into it and now they've become a society norm which I think is really interesting like even for Instagram like the guy like it's interesting to hear like filters were created literally because the CEO was talking to his wife about this app he was super excited about a photo sharing app and she was like oh that's cool I'm not probably not going to use it though and he was like well why wouldn't you use it And she was like, well, because, like, I'm not a photographer. Like, I would need, like, a filter or something to, like, make it look better. And he was like, perfect, like, light bulb. And then that's how filters were created. So it's just, like, it's really weird, like, hearing the inner workings of it. And Guy Raz is just, like, a phenomenal interviewer. Like, he just, like, leads the conversation. is so knowledgeable about their background. So he is very good at leading the conversation. So it's really interesting, especially on, like, long road trips. It's good to binge listen to those. (laughs) Okay. So that's what I'd recommend too. I love that. Awesome. Awesome. Gives well, you hope. Things like yes. that give you hope. Yeah. Right. Listening to them like in their failures and you're like, it's okay. Right. Yes. Or, like, I start, I'm starting at zero. So right. Need, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, Started from mm-hmm. the bottom. Now we're here. Drink. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> One people start at all ages too, which I think is hopeful because it's like, we're only, like yeah. I'm only 23. Like you guys are even younger than that. And it's like, 
Yeah. Even though it feels like we need to have everything figured out, like we really don't. Like there are so many people who become really successful like later in life. Like exactly. Even like Dot's Pretzels, who's like a local to like oh our gosh, North Dakota area, so we good. love her. Yeah. She listen, was, Dot's Pretzels. If you're listening, I want you please to sponsor, sponsor us. us. <laughs> please. Yeah, I'll, she I'll be a paid smell ad. those at the yeah. Oh, they're so. Mm-hmm. Good. She so she came to Fargo and like actually spoke, and I went, and she said that her and her husband were getting prepared to retire. And then they started this Dots Pretzels when they were, like, 60-some years old. They Like, she accidentally, like, not accidentally, but kind of fell into it. Like, she was making pretzels for, like, her brothers, like, his clients. And they loved it so much that they were like, can we sell it to our clients? And, like, it just became, like, this thing. And now she, like, is literally nationwide. So it's, like, crazy. It's, like, That's she was, crazy. like, 65 yeah, when she became successful. Yeah, I can find them successful. in the grocery store. Yeah. I can find them in the grocery store here. And, I like, I used to order them online freshman year. Yeah. My roommate and I ordered 40 <laughs> pounds of pretzels. Oh, my gosh. So. Shut up. Because I ordered oh 20 God. for myself and he ordered 20 for himself. Don't ask me why You're I was kidding. thinking about Wetzel's pretzels this entire time. But now I know what we're talking yes. about. Yes, yes. The ones Those that was like that Taylor five has. pounds. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. They're so good. Yes. But then now I found out I can get them at the store. And I was like, oh, my God. They grew. They're I so know. good. Yeah. So it's really cool to hear stories like that because we're like, they're... Yeah. You never have to feel like I've failed. Like, I know there's a tweet going around that's like, society really out here making 23-year-olds feel like they've failed that life already. Like, no, your life barely has just begun. And I'm like, that's so true. Like, so there's, it gives hope that like later in life, you never know what could happen. And also like just hearing about successes and failures. A lot of people don't come from like money or anything either. And they become like crazy successful. So yeah, it's just interesting. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Yes, we love it. Was it. So lovely to meet you and hear <laughs> yes, you too. Everything. So inspirational and awesome. So, love so it. good to talk to you right. guys. Yes. Um, well, what do we usually With say that, at the end? <laughs> thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Have a beautiful week. We love you all so much. And follow us on Twitter at Fresh Slate Pod. Bye. 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 Yay. <laughs> <laughs>